back. Feels weird to be back a little bit because who am I talking to really? No one but myself. Um, I feel like this podcast for me has been a lot of different things since it started and I've kind of lost that feeling of worthiness to share my message. I think when I started this, I was in my own energy most of the time because it was summer, so it was easy to just be, you know. Um, But as I'm at school and I'm testing my identity, I'd say, in different ways. I mean, as a college student, you kind of are always figuring yourself out and experiencing failures and success, like, at a rapid pace is kind of confusing. And I feel like recently I just haven't been able to hone in on my own energy as well as I'd like to. And for that reason, I haven't wanted to do a podcast but I think it's just because I'm like low-key scared to um like face the truths that I've been hiding from myself because I feel like the only way that I really get those out is through talking and I haven't really been going to therapy I haven't really been taking care of myself I've kind of just let myself go down this whirlwind and spiral which I don't know why I do that because I know it only gets me nowhere and it leads to burnout and then some big blow up and I just I really want to know why I do that I think it's some like rooted in not believing that I'm worthy of success or worthy of feeling good or worthy of love and all those things and that's like something that no one can change for you You know, it's like you have to make that decision. You can have all the support and love in the world, but if you don't feel that deservingness within yourself, you're always going to deflect it. And that's just a big lesson that I've had to work on. I definitely have not learned it yet because like even when I talk recently, like I just haven't felt like my words have meaning or power or like as as much as they used to when I first started this I felt very empowered to speak and felt like I had a good message to share and you know like I just wanted to help and that's all I really want to do in this world is like help people but I'm human too I have human emotions and I have been going through a period where I feel like I've just been like angry and irritable and not myself, and it's just been really weird, because that's not my personality, I want, I'd like to say that I'm a grounded person, and for me, like, when I'm not in my energy, I'm the opposite, which kind of sucks, because I hate for people to see one side of me, and then the other, you know, but it's really just about everyone has those moments of time, and like, the older you get, the more you regulate them, I just recently have not been regulating them very well, I would say. And, you know, mental health, trauma, like, all those things go into effect. 
And I think just dealing with them, like, over time is the only way to do it. But I struggle with just being really hard on myself and setting myself to, like, a really high standard. And if I don't achieve all those standards that I set for myself, like, I'm a failure in all aspects. Which, like, if I told anyone that, they'd be like, girl, what the fuck? Sorry, excuse my language. But it's true, I think, for a lot of people. It's like we feel like a failure in our lives because we see all these other people succeeding all the time. It's just thrown in our face. And not many people talk about the season of failure, failures that you have to go through to get to that success. And I feel like also with like, social media and like instant gratification like you're we've trained our brains to just like get things instantly and then we've lost the ability to wait and be patient for the delayed gratification that is success in the long run you know like if you want to be successful in life you're not going to be successful if you get it quick like get rich quick type of thing you know and I think that's like kind of what's been going on and that's what I've been feeling like that I've there's so much pressure on myself to like get it figured out really soon or else what am I gonna die like that's what it feels like my anxiety has been so bad that I just am so irritable because I'm like I'm trying to figure it out and everything's just setting me off even more like this is just another thing added and when really it's like my own head it's my own problems no one else is doing that to me I'm just my heart's racing a million like a little bunny rabbit at all times probably didn't help that I was on a stimulant for my ADHD and I just like I was basically on crack it felt like at all times (sighs) my mom's already racing imagine me on some not Adderall what was it five ants yeah so now I'm learning that like maybe that's not normal either (laughs) and I've just I've had all the things I I just like the only way for me to work through them is to talk so I just have a hard time not judging myself in that process and I'm sure other people do as well like there's very few people I mean you're lucky if you do have more than a few people in your life that you have the comfort to share without judgment, without feeling judged. And oftentimes, like, judgment is just your own perception. Like, the other person probably isn't judging you, but you're judging yourself through them because, you know, we just all reflect off each other. And oftentimes, it is you that, like, it's your, you're your own worst enemy. You're your own worst critic. And, like, that's why it's hard to hear criticism from other people because you're like I already know like I've already been saying worse things in my head than you could say to me so like it's not that what you say is the worst but it's like just added on to what I already have to deal with like on a daily basis and I just can't handle it type of thing so what's the solution to that let me know I don't know I think it's just giving yourself some grace (laughs) a little plug there but giving yourself some time too as well and just 
the freedom to feel all the emotions, to not put pressure on yourself to move past it, and also not put pressure on yourself to achieve your goals right away. Because if you're an ambition person, like it goes both ways. It's like you can put pressure on yourself to feel better sooner. You can put pressure on yourself to reach those goals sooner. Like it's just all pressure, it feels like for me. And they say that you either get crushed or you make a diamond or something like that. I don't know. I heard that's a thing. Right? Like you get under pressure, you either make a diamond or you get crushed. I don't know. You know what I mean. But, you know, I'm trying to make a diamond out of it. But it's feeling real close to a crumble. The cookie crumble. But, you know, at least I'm trying to remember that I have the power to change that every day. It just, once you get down that spiral, it's real hard to get back out of it. It's just all about, you know, making the decision to change. And... It's one small step. It's not always a big dramatic change that you make, like breaking up with someone, cutting people out of your life, changing career paths. Like it doesn't have to be as dramatic as that to make your life significantly better. It can just be these small little acts each day that you say, I'm going to do this because I know it'll make me feel better. Let's say it's like, okay, I'm going to commit to reading 10 pages each night. Okay. It's hard to do that. You know that it's hard to do that for you because you go on your phone and you want to go on your phone at night. I struggle with that. But instead you commit to reading 10 pages and when you do, you feel like you did something for yourself and you feel gratification from that. That's like natural dopamine versus being like, oh, I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I'll just go on my phone and watch some TikToks. And that's like synthetic dopamine where it's just like, okay. And then like at a point, it just doesn't like, it's all the same content. Like it just is oversaturated and it doesn't feel like you're getting anything from it. At least for me, that's what it feels like. And so now I'm learning like, all right, let's revert back to like square one where um, I set, like, goals for myself, and then I complete them just for myself. Like, I don't have to tell anyone about it. I don't have to do... It's just what I do. It's a habit. And I think I want to, like, learn more about habit stacking because I've heard that's a good thing for ADHD and, like, anxiety because a lot of time, like, a habit can seem very pressure inducing because it means you have to do that every day type of thing and like as someone who has restricted themselves for like most of my life in terms of eating and other areas like restriction or like scheduling is like anxiety inducing even though I know it's necessary in some instances like a lot of the time it just feels like my instant reaction is to do the opposite because I, it's not that like, I don't want structure, it's just that I don't want that extreme anymore, because I know that I can go extreme. When I start to cut one thing out, it's the next thing, it's the next thing, and like, with my eating, it was like, 
okay, you're going to stop eating this. And I can do that. Believe me, I can be very restrictive. But maybe to the outside people, it's like, you can't finish your homework. Like, you can't do this stuff for like an hour. Like, it seems so simple. And it's like, okay. But if you've dealt with the bigger things, it's not that simple. And it's like regressing backwards. Like, okay, yes, I get that that's a simple skill you probably learned in like fifth grade. But now I'm having to relearn that because in fifth grade, I was thinking about way more shit than I should have been thinking about and now I'm at this grown age and I'm like I don't know those basic skills you know so for me it's like okay if I don't it's basically just like in a reparenting way type of thing like I started this thing on inner child healing and that's what I'm doing basically you know going back to that and to reparent or to parent a child, like you have to be forgiving and you have to be understanding, but you also have to let kids just be so that they can find themselves. And I mean, the good news is I don't have a kid right now. Praise the Lord. Not ready for that. Um, but I get to do that for myself in like, I get to show myself grace <laughs> and love and affection in the ways that I needed at a certain point. And it's not anyone's fault. Like, we're all just trying our best here on earth in, in general. Like, it's no one's fault. I have no blame. I have no, no frustration. It's just like those fundamental things didn't get set up in my brain at that point. And now I'm having to regress in some ways and like strip down pieces of my identity to figure out like what did I need at that point? What did little Grace like not get or receive that's acting up now? Because I think when you have emotions like anger and frustration that maybe like if you're not naturally inclined to be like that, like that can be your inner child, your inner teenager, teenager like acting out, which I know sounds like stupid, but just think of like, like that era you were, you were in at that age, like what was going on in your life? Was it hectic? Was it stable? Like what? Cause those are all key times, like your childhood, no matter what, like your childhood at different stages has different significance and childhood into early teens and stuff like our brains are still developing like even at this point obviously I'm not who I'm fully gonna be and that's why it's your 20s are so like scary because it's like mm, I could go in many different directions right now <laughs> I don't know which one to choose babe but I think for me it starts with like connecting back to those um times in my life that were unstable and kind of like adding that stability back in so let's say because I've been irritable and angry recently like my inner teen is acting out a bit so you would parent a teenager differently than you would parent a four-year-old right you would give them some tough love in some senses because they're grown enough to know that right from wrong in some ways you know but they're still young they're still learning and 
I mean, shoot, I was a teenager like less than five years ago. <laughs> but, or, I mean, I'm only 20, so literally last year. But it's like, it's all relative to what you associate that time period with. But for me, it's like, okay, what did I need in that time period? And how can I parent her when she's acting up instead of letting her come out? Because in the end, I always feel guilty afterwards. I'm like, that wasn't me. Like, I feel bad. I like said that thing to that person or whatever. And like, it's not really bad. But for me, I'm so critical that I'm like, oh, that's the worst. I'm the, I'm a terrible person. I'm a bad friend. I'm a bad sister. I'm a bad this. Like, that was my go-to at the time during those stages. Like, is always to self-deprecate. And I feel like a lot of people are that way, especially if you're, like, a people pleaser. But you just have to, like, kind of stop yourself in that spiral. Be like, whoa, who's speaking here? Is it me? My highest self? The person I want to become? Or is it the versions of me that didn't receive the love and lessons and stability that they needed at the time and it's usually the latter because I mean ideally we all just flow and we live our own lives and we don't have conflict but like we obviously don't live in that world so most of the time we're reacting out of um I don't know just a hurt place you know and when you act at a hurt place, you don't necessarily act in your best interest or the best interest of others because you're protecting yourself. And sometimes that gets nasty because it's like, especially if you've been hurt very badly, like you get to the point where you're so protective. It's like mama bear. It's like, I'm not letting you near my children. You are not getting even close. And it's like, whoa, sorry, I just was, like, picking up this thing over here. Like, I wasn't even threatening you. Like, that's what it feels like for me recently. Like, every everyone and everything seems like a threat when you're so unrooted in yourself. And you're so anxious all the time. And, like, it just feels like impending doom for me. And I wish I had the answers for that. I really do. Yoga helps me a lot. Um, getting grounded helps me a lot. And also just, again, speaking to, like, the version of myself that needed to hear that. But it it does take time to recognize that. And I think, like, I go through periods in my life where, like, I feel like I'm in my higher version. I'm operating higher up there. But you can't be in it all the time. Like, you can't be in la-la land. Like, everything's perfect at all times because life you know but you can have the ability to discern certain emotions and decide if they're yours or not yours in the sense of like are they yours in the present moment are they who you want to act on are they what you want to act on now and what you want to present as or are they past emotions that are coming up um in this situation that has nothing to do with those past feelings and that's like trauma so trauma's hard to work through but the more you do the easier it gets every everyone has trauma like i i don't think it's i know it's like a uh buzzword if you will 
right now. Mm, Whatever. Overused word, but, like, generationally, like, we all do. And whether or not you, like, want to work on it or not is, like, up to you. Because it is really hard to do that. And, like, we keep the trauma from our parents, from their parents, from even, like, ancestors back on. And it's real. Like, it's, like, scientific, like, stuff that your, like, genes are turned on or turned off, like, based on certain things. Or, like, you're more inclined to certain diseases or certain, like, mental uh, disorders or whatever, if you will. Like, because of the fact that it's familial and it's generational. So it's like, okay... Well, now I have all the shit that I now know I have to deal with. Like, who's going to do it? Oh, no one but you. (laughs) That's what also sucks. It's like, oh, no one's going to fix it for me. Not even like a therapist or all the money in the world or like no one can fix it but you. And that's a lot of pressure. It is. And I don't think it's talked about enough. I don't think it's supported enough. Because that in itself is a whole journey. (laughs) And meanwhile, like, going through the daily, the day-to-day of life and, like, living in this world that's just, like, you know, next best thing, next best thing, next, next, oh oh my god. You know, if I could speak, that would be really nice. Next best thing after next best thing. And, like, you know, constantly reaching up that ladder is what it feels like it, it doesn't feel like you have time to slow down and process the trauma of life itself let alone anything you dealt with in the past anything in your family that has caused you to just like it's not your fault that you're born <laughs> with this stuff like but it is your responsibility to work on it and you know it's never ending You're going to be 80 years old and probably find out new things that trigger you. But I don't think that should be like a scary thing. I think it should be something to kind of like, I don't know, not look forward to, but at least like have some comfort in that you like will always be evolving and changing. And there's always more to learn about yourself in the world. It's just you have to be the one to take that first step and that first step looks very different depending on what you're dealing with I feel like I've taken a lot of big leaps and yeah those felt significant at the time but like it really was the culmination of a lot of small steps like I can say that I'm pretty much recovered from my eating disorder that I've had since I was 12 Like, obviously that doesn't happen overnight. (laughs) And it took, what, eight years? I mean, probably had it a little bit before, 10, 11, 12, whatever, to now 20. And, like, yes, at times it was harder than others, but, like, it's been a process. And I may fully never be over it because there's times where I still... But it's, like, it's not as an overbearing presence in my life like I know that's an aspect of me that can come out but like I don't feed it because I know it serves me no purpose 
right? So, and I've I've done a good job about that, I think, of, like, just, not dissociating, but, like, um, you know, I've been at a loss for words recently. I just haven't been using my vocabulary, probably because I haven't been talking much. But dissociating myself from this other negative aspect in my brain that is, you know, the inner critic, if you will. Um, but yeah, everyone has it. Everyone, it's it's kind of just the ego, basically. And I'm learning more about that every day. But it's really, it is something that if you feed into it, it'll grow. And unfortunately, like, it doesn't really ever go away. You can have an ego death and think it's bye-bye, farewell. Because ego deaths are scary if you've ever had one. But then you're like, it comes back again six months later. And you're like, oh, I got rid of this bitch and here she is. But it's it's not about getting rid of it. It's about making friends making peace with it understanding it's an aspect of yourself that is able to change but you have to make peace with it just like you have to make peace with your trauma with all these things that are parts of yourself you have to make peace with all parts of yourself in order to fully be yourself like perfectionism is not real even though it's kind of idealized in our culture like it's or portrayed I guess like but no one's perfect no one has a perfect day perfect life no nothing like they have their own problems and doesn't mean their problems are less than because they are seemingly perfect on the outside which I think is puts even more pressure on someone is when you have all these people telling you you're perfect your life is perfect what could you possibly be sad about it's like okay I'm still a human like I no matter what, I'm gonna deal with shit and emotions. It's all the same, really. Like, that's why I, I don't like to... When, if I find myself being judgeful, I know it's just my ego and I need to, like, go work on that myself. But, like, we really shouldn't judge anyone based on their, like... I, I mean, yes, judge people. But not judge them in the sense where, like, we think we're better than them. Just be like, okay, that's just an aspect of hurt that they're dealing with and that has nothing to do with me like you have to like understand that we're all projecting and reflecting like every day all day and really the ultimate goal is just to be able to like harness your own energy and be able to discern what's yours and what's not yours and what people are projecting and then that makes you able to be you know more kind and understanding towards even people who have hurt you like I truly don't have any hard feelings towards people that have hurt me. It takes me a long time to get there sometimes. And sometimes, yes, I'm like in a more triggered state where like if they were to reach out, I'd be like, fuck you, like you think you have the audacity. Like, and I don't like that I do that, but I'm also human, like, and I'm a girl too. Like if I've been hurt by men and I have one of my exes, come up to me and I'm like are you kidding me right now like there's no way that you're here and it just sets me off even further like ideally I would like that to not happen one day but like I'm still young still developing still learning and that does happen (laughs) so and I feel bad about that I feel guilty about it but I can't be too hard on myself because again if you're gonna judge others you're judging yourself 
So, like, when you do judge others, (laughs) when you do judge others, take a second and be like, "Mm, what is that saying about myself? Am I insecure in this aspect? Or why why do I feel the need to judge someone in that way? Because in reality, I'm probably dealing with a similar situation, or I have, and that's just, like, developing empathy. That comes natural to some people, sometimes it doesn't, but, I mean... Just play to your strengths, I guess. And wow, this has been 28 minutes. That's crazy. Um, I think I just need to start doing this more often because it does make me feel better. I just have a really hard time with thinking that my, at this point, thinking that my voice has significance in what I have to say helps people because, I mean, I'm not speaking to millions here. I'm speaking to a crowd of few but I appreciate and love everyone who listens to this like because like you took the time and that just like is so meaningful to me and I, I I need to get back on that and like humble myself that like okay maybe your message isn't reaching everyone but does that mean it's less significant no and should you feel bad that some people don't want to listen to it no because I mean, I don't listen to everything everyone else says. Like, it's your, like, choice who and what information you decide to take in and accept. Because you you shouldn't really accept anything I say. You should take it with a grain of salt and then digest it yourself. That's what I do when I listen to podcasts. But, you know, some some stuff really hits. And you're like, okay, fair, I heard that. But I think I just need to be... A little bit kinder and share more of my thoughts because they really do range, let me tell you. And I don't want to come off as I'm only sharing good things. I want to come off as genuine and you really can't like fake genuineness or authenticity. Um, and yeah, but it's scary and I'm I'm learning to build myself back up in not feel the need to get external validation for just being myself and to you know recalibrate retrain my brain reparent myself do all the things that help me become a better person which is all we're all trying to do we're all just trying to be better people hopefully and make the world a better place but it all takes One small step, one little step in the right direction can go a long way. Um, so yeah, yay, that's my first one back in a while. I hope you enjoyed, um, I will hopefully be back soon, (laughs) no promises, but I did come up with a, uh, slogan I hope will fix, or stick, um, And that is just be you and spread love. That's all you can do. And when you are yourself, you will radiate that love, babe. You will radiate it. So have a good day, week, month. And I'll see you next time. I love you so much. (laughs) 